All right, we're back. Yo, we're live? Yeah, we're live. This is uh, quarantine times. Yes, so and we're doing this remotely. Yeah, desperate times calls for des- desperate measures. Yeah, um, trying to get this content out to you guys still? Yeah, oh, right. We're recording a podcast. That's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> uh, so welcome, everybody. This is Who's Got the Remote. Um, I am LaVon. I am joined by my co-host. Cronall. Yeah. Over Pennsylvania right now. So how is it over there? I feel like Pennsylvania has escaped all of this. It hasn't. It's not as bad as you guys. Like we don't have a lockdown or like a curfew or anything like that yet. And stores are still open where we can just go inside. But do you, do you think the Amish people know what's going on? Uh, I don't know. That's actually a good question. Because <laughs> they don't have TVs. Yeah. Because I mean. I mean, even by you, because I mean, your area is pretty, like, pretty chill. Well, I... well, my brother and them live right near the Amish. We're like ten minutes down the road from them. We have our Walmart has horse and buggy parking. No, for real. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love Pennsylvania. Gotta love it. Um, all right. Well, in this time, though, I mean, we we've all been locked at home, so it means Reaching we've been a lot of television. Yeah. What have you been watching? Anything recent? Uh, I've been actually catching up on the CW DC shows from last season. So of course, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends, Batgirl. Okay, Lightning. what's the progress? How far did you get? Uh, I finished Arrow. I finished Supergirl. I'm almost on Flash. Okay, so I'm getting there. Good. I mean, I I do have interest in somehow recording about all of that in the future. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how they're setting up the universe. It's almost like the Avengers Marvel universe, but not movies. As we saw with some of the shows we watched as well that we're about to review. Yep. Um, but okay, so that's what you've been watching. Yep, what about you? What have you been watching? Um, so I'm, I'm, Paul has never seen Breaking Bad, so I'm rewatching oh Breaking Bad God. with her. I know, I know, it's amazing. Um, I watched, oh God, like Curb, I've rewatched, uh, oh, I'm watching, um, Castlevania. Yeah. It's, I, I think I'm going to watch that next. It's really good. Yeah. Um, and Hunters, um, also have, I've been re- rewatching wrestling for some reason. Cause now wow. I just have time to, it's funny you say that. Cause like, I don't watch wrestling, but I actually watched a, uh, rock did an interview on his channel about it where he's yeah. like, my first match and this is how it went yeah yeah so and I, I didn't know that he came from like a legacy of wrestlers oh yeah yeah his dad was was pretty great as well so was his grandpa like I yeah didn't know that. yeah no yeah he's yeah he's uh a full family line it's pretty crazy yep um but okay also in that time since we have had time uh we decided to finally you know do the purpose of this show which is to someone's choice of show to watch and the other person has to kind of watch it. Um, so we did that for each other. Um, so what was the show that you picked? So I picked Altered Carbon, which is on Netflix. There's two seasons now, and we watched both seasons of the show. Yes, and then uh, I picked Swamp Thing, which was a DC original. Um, only one season, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but okay, so kind of the, the whole point of this, because uh, we've been talking a lot about what makes a, a show good, really, um, and we, we kind of wanted to create a, a point system when we do this versus series as we continue on, um, and we kind of picked about uh, like six points with some additional things uh, that make a show good, so um, we said cinematography and the aesthetic of the show, 
um, the characters, you know, the depth of the characters, if we like them, uh, the plot, the ending, the pacing, is it bingeable? And then some, you know, extra points to see if it was unique from anything else in the genre, if it had any nice twists, if it was funny or, or maybe unintentionally funny, things like that. Um, so what did we, what did we say in terms of the range of points? So we, we decided that if it, if we calculate everything out and it came out to 25 to 30 points for the show, we considered it an amazing show. Something each, each show has a, has a rating of one to five or each. Yeah. Pick, each, yeah. each of our things we've listed has a thing and the bonus right. points are added on afterwards. Right. Okay. And then 20 to 25 would be a good show. 10 to 20, we considered a background show or like a mediocre show. And we're going to kind of detail a little bit when we mention those because like each one's going to have a different reason why it became that. Right. And then if it's below 10, it's just a bad show. Just don't even bother. Don't even bother, but Krunal will still watch it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you got you to give it a chance. You don't know. There might be a twist in there that gives it a good... Uh... I respect that. I respect that. I mean, that's pretty much what I thought what we're about to get into was until I watched it. Um, so let's get into it. So the first thing we're doing is altered carbon. Um, so altered carbon, basically, I guess you can go over the background, but it's basically a cyberpunk like action adventure drama type show. Um, it was created by, uh, Laeta Colgridis and it was based on a book from Richard K. Morgan named the same thing. Um, it starred Joel Kinnaman, Kinnaman. I don't know where Joel, Joel Kinnaman, what, I think he was also in Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, he was the, um... The military guy that was in charge of the group. Okay, um, I think that's I, I, I totally forgot about that until you just said it. Yeah, so him, uh, James Purefoy, Martha Higreta, uh, Ditchin Lockman, who you said was in Dollhouse. Yeah, so she was. Uh, she's one of the like mainish characters in that. Yeah, um, and then Renee Goldsberry, who was in Hamilton, I believe. Um, Anthony Mackie, of course, the, the DC God, I mean, MCU God, uh, Layla Lauren, who I, who I thought was hysterical. She's like the bad person in, uh, in season two. She was also in power, which made me laugh. <laughs> um, and then Simone Masick, which, uh, if you remember, she was in, um, I, I Iron Fist. I think she was in Iron Fist or was, was she, she in... No, it was it was the other one. It was Iron Fist, and who did he power team up with? The big black Fist? dude. Uh, I don't remember. I'm blanking, but um, Wait, in in Iron Fist, right? No, it was Iron Fist and the other guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh man, I forgot his name. Power Man or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he, he she was oh, in that. Oh, she she was in um. Oh, I, I, uh, the movie with um, Luke Cage. She was in yeah, Luke Cage. Yeah, that's what it is. I, she was Misty in Luke Cage. Yes, I always yeah. think of his name as Power Man, though, because in the comics, yeah, yeah. his name is Power yeah. Man. Um, but yeah, she was in Luke Cage. Um, so that is star-studded cast. Yeah. Um, all right, so tell me what, like, you have to explain to people what this show is about. So it's not, like, the norm, I guess, but it's a sci-fi show, and it has to deal with we've colonized different planets now, and on this one planet, they discover alien tech that allows you to transfer your consciousness through these things called stacks into different sleeves, which is just a human body that is blank. Okay. So if you have a, everyone has a stack installed. If you die and your stack isn't destroyed, they can technically take the stack out and put it in another body and you're back alive again. 
Right. And if you go to prison, they, they take your stack and they call it cycling down for however many years. It could be 100 years. It could be 10 years. It could be a million years. But even that, I, that's, that's, I feel like that's insignificant. In terms no, of the whole thing, what – I mean, did you think that was significant? The cycling down or the – Yeah. Yeah, I mean a little bit just to show that like you can get no matter what like there are consequences I guess you can say. Okay. Because in a sense if you think about it if you can live forever that's what this they're saying why wouldn't you just do where the fuck you wanted? Well no that you can't you only have to be rich and able to do that. No one not any regular That's true. So they call they call them Mets. Yeah, which is funny because I, I just thought of them as, as like a meth head. But Yeah, that's meth, what I thought too when they kept saying in the beginning. A meth is actually a really rich person that has the money to re-sleeve and live forever technically. And sleeves aren't like a cheap thing you can just go to like a department store and just go buy. They're expensive. Yeah, yeah. So why was this show your pick? So originally I actually wasn't even going to watch this show. But I ended up what drew you? not having... Well, I didn't have anything to watch, one. And yeah, I was like, you know that's what? good. Let me check this out. Because it was on my list. And then there were, we talked about this, but there was a couple controversies with the first season. And I didn't think there was going to be a second season being made. So I was like, you know what? Why bother getting into something that's not going to continue? Okay. But I thought I needed something to kill time. So I thought, I'll check out an episode or two and see how it was. And like after checking it out, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually a pretty good show. Okay. So I kept watching. And that's what ended up having to be my pick because that was something new that I was watching. And I thought, why not review it? Okay. So it was new. It was it was different. It was exciting for you. Yep. Um, so, okay. So let's kind of get into, into season one. Because initially, I mean, I did see a couple people, you know, watching the show. I was not initially, you know, I, I wasn't initially, like, excited about it. Um, until I, you know, I, I, in passing, I saw some people watch it. The action looked pretty good. Um, it just didn't do it for me. But, but then when you, you know, told me to watch it, I did, at least when we get into season one and season two, I, I really did like season one as opposed to season two, but, um, okay. but we'll get there. Um, so as you, as you mentioned, actually, um, cause when we first started talking about this, I had no idea that the show got so much backlash until when you mentioned it. So mm-hmm. initially when I was reading about it, I thought um, there was a New York times article that was kind of talking about how um, there was backlash from the fact that the main character, his name is Takashi Kovach. Um, he, his original sleeve was, was an Asian man and yep. he got rebrought back for, you know, for whatever the plot of season one was as a white dude. And a lot of people had issues with that just because it's like, you know, the main guy is supposed to be an Asian guy, but it's actually a white dude. So that caused some outrage. So there was different outrage that you read about, which I thought was interesting. So my what I heard about was with all the women rights stuff where they were treating women in they treat a very bad shit. way. Yeah, Like they were basically property to do whatever the hell you wanted as long as you had money. And that was one of the backlashes that I heard about. I didn't hear about the other one, but honestly, the way the show set up, it doesn't make sense that that was a backlash because the point is you can be any race you wanted. You can re-sleeve into anything they you can get your hands on. So you don't think the backlash in terms of race was a big deal? No, because the whole premise was he was, he was in prison 
for being uh, Takashi. And when they brought him back, it doesn't mean that they need to put him in. They even mentioned it. You're not guaranteed to put in the same sleeve that you were put into when you went into prison. They give you whatever's on hand. Right. But I think the optics of it, I mean, you know, it's it's the show. It's a show's yeah. choice. A show could have made that a little different, obviously. The, they could have. But I think going off of what they were trying to relay on how expensive sleeves were, I think it was a good way to go about it. Because if you remember in the first episode, they put a little girl in like, I think she's like a 47 or 30 yeah, year old body old and she was crying. Because that was one of the rules. If you're a kid that gets killed, you're guaranteed a sleeve, but it doesn't mean you get to pick what you want. Right. Right. I agree. Um, but yeah, so that was the backlash that we both found out about. But what I found out about was that's the reason that I didn't want to watch it. But when I was watching it, I found out there's going to be a season two. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into season one. I don't know. I don't think we should explain much of the story. Um, okay. I mean, okay. If you want to give me a, a very small, brief description of the story of season one, because I think Basic- the story of season two is more crazy. Yeah. I think yeah. I also like the simplicity of season one. So, okay. Tell me what season one's about. Well, season one was basically simple story was one of the Mets dies. And they have they have this thing called backups. So if your if your stack gets destroyed, you can't come back. But if you're rich enough, you can back your data up like we do with all our shit now. Right. But if you get killed before the backup is done, you don't know what happened during that time. The backup wasn't there, so you get to your last backup. Right. So because that happened, the Met decides he's going to bring back Takashi to figure out who killed him because he doesn't think he killed himself. Right. And this was all orchestrated by his sister, which we find out later on, to yes. bring Takashi back to life. Um, okay, so how about we start from there? Um, I think I, I just have a couple things that I noticed early on. Um, what was your thought? Because you're, you know, I, I, I do respect your sci-fi wherewithal. So the fact that it started like a cyberpunk Blade Runner type feel, what do you mm-hmm. think about that? I like the I like the feel of the show. I was surprised, like even for a Netflix show, how much they put into like making it feel like you're not on Earth. Yes, because sometimes when you watch sci-fi shows that I say they're not on Earth, like it still feels like Earth. But this definitely, like you knew you were not on Earth. You knew you were in the future right away from the first episode. Like there wasn't right. any doubt about it. I like that about this show. Okay, um, now did it hit you immediately? Like the whole noir feel, which is something that I really like, but I think it's something so delicate that it gets spoiled very easily. Do you think the fact that it was a noir, dark um, kind of detective show, do you think they did that well? Yeah, I think they did because just the action they had in this was just showing off like dark five. And they also explained because one of the things I liked about it is they showed us flashbacks of his life. Okay, that, which that, explained that how he got to where he was and why he was considered a terrorist in a sense. But not even that part. I, I not even. I'm saying just bare bones. It's supposed to feel like a dark noir detective story. Did you get that feeling? Yes, I would say yes. Yeah. And do you think that was a core element? Like, if if it didn't make you feel like that, do you think you would have cared either way? I think it was a core of because I feel like that's what kept me going because the mystery of what's going on and learning about the original, like his past helped build his character okay. to show like what the dark aspects were 
and should he even be doing what he was doing in the sense from what he was before? Okay. Um, so did you feel like his detective work was good? Surprisingly, yes. Like he was pretty on point with like figuring stuff out that other people couldn't even like figure out that we're investigating this stuff. Because I think that's probably one of the main elements that I think is my first difference from one and two. Um, obviously, two is a lot crazier, more intense in terms of action. But I think I liked season one because it was like a detective noir story. And obviously, season two is just that on steroids. But yeah, I, I agree liked, with that. I liked one better because it was more of a straightforward detective story. And that's what I thought Arthur Carbon was going to be. Like, it's him trying to figure this out. And then from there, we're going to learn more about what's going on with the other aspects from the past. Um, okay, fair. But we'll, I mean, I guess we'll get into that later. Uh, yeah. I guess a couple of things. What did you think of Kovac? Is it Kovac or Kovacs? I think it's however you want to say it. <laughs> they got like... some weird names in this, so it's hard to like get everyone's correctly no but his i only say that because his was said so many different ways it was either kovac yeah. with a k or ch i don't think the cast itself knew how to say it okay so right. they just they just played along with whatever anyone said okay so did you think the main character himself uh i guess him as okay i guess him as himself um as yeah the, as the white guy did you think he was a good joe kinnelman do you, do you think it was a good main character yeah I think he played the role exactly how it should have been played. Someone that came back from the past, not expecting what he expected. The people he loved and people he knew were all gone. And he had to navigate this world trying to figure out, like, do I even care about what my mission is? Or do I just say, fuck it and do whatever the hell I want? Okay. Because I feel like just from seeing the difference between... Asian him and and him and currently I thought him currently was kind of bland and boring but I guess it's also like you said he was pretty much everyone who he knew was not there and I think that was the point okay like he he couldn't he couldn't because remember when he was Asian he had a different mission and he's yeah. working towards he, he was, was considered feedback. a terrorist yeah yep and he it was for a reason and he those every all those reasons for what he was doing was gone and he had no way to know what he would do next by himself which i guess brings me to the next two things that i wanted to talk about which was i don't like the fact i'm going to openly say it i mean i don't like the fact that it was too jargony to start i mean you know there's a lot of talk of sleeves and stacks and resleeving and um, you know sleek fatigue and uh, like all yeah. this stuff i think fine there's a like kind of a neat a niche audience that appreciates that but i personally didn't like that yeah i'm i'm that niche audience because yeah, i'm one of those people that when i watch a sci-fi show especially if you don't explain how shit's happening it that makes no sense to me going forward like like if you told me like episode 20 that oh there's this with sleeves and this i'm like well why don't you bring this up earlier and just explain everything so it makes more sense. But, like, but isn't that but isn't that my point? Isn't that what they're what I'm saying? That's kind of what they did. They didn't, yes, they and didn't tell you a lot of it at first. They didn't, but they explained enough for you to understand how it worked. I don't know. I I, I don't think I'm going to agree with that totally. Okay. But because also the other thing is like I don't think they got into well enough like 
the fact like pe- like what is like yes you can resleeve as much as you want but like and you know they they said that people who resleeve go crazy but you don't ever really see that but because you well that's because you can't afford to resleeve that much and number 2 people don't do that because that happens and they explain that if you use a clone which the Mets did you're fine do you remember in I don't the know first if that was so clear though well, the way I go off of it is, do you remember when he first got into the sleeve, he looked in the mirror? Yeah. That was explaining, like, your brain has to, is trying to now augment itself to realize that you're not, that face is now, this is your face now. Yeah, but you're, I think you're only brushing the surface, though. I think there's much more to that. And that's my only issue with the show. I think... They don't. They tell you that people go crazy and that it's a huge toll, but they don't actually show that. I think it's just that okay. part. I feel like I get what you're saying. Like psychologically, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. They should have. They should have showed it or explained a little bit more into the series. Like this is the shit that can happen, and it would have given us a little bit more of an idea. Also, I think my other main question before we get into like the little stuff of season one and then going to season two. Um, so did the, did the meth indeed kill that girl? Uh, yes. So he felt bad and he killed himself. So he, he did kill her. Okay. And the other one killed herself. And remember he was drugged. That's why he did that. Yes. But, but he he felt, no, but I'm saying he killed himself because he felt bad. Well, he felt bad and then he killed himself. Right. Just wanted to make that clear. He felt so guilty about what happened that he didn't want to remember it. Okay. Okay. That's that's what I just wanted to. And that's why he killed himself before the backup happened. Okay. Um. Next. Next two things for you, at least. Um. Okay. I just want to point out the word, the fact that I hate the word Kelcrest Kel- Falconer. I think that's the stupidest name for another character. But hey, whatever. Uh, oh yeah, that that was the his love interest in the show, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ellie Goldsberry. I don't, I don't know her first name, but Renee Goldsberry, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but okay, so what did you think about the whole aspect of religion in the show? Because I thought that was really interesting. I was surprised that that even was there in a sense, but it made sense that, like, what I'm saying is everything that happened in the show made sense of how you would expect the future to go if something like this happened, right. I think. Right. So I think religion-wise, there would be a group that would be like, stacks are not real. It's an abomination. Because there was another aspect, I don't know if you remember, but they had a thing called, it's illegal to double sleep. Yes. And in a sense, that's like saying you're putting your mind into two bodies, but are you really living then? Right. So right. in that sense, they're saying that like you were created on this planet for one body. You should not be putting yourself into other bodies. And the religion itself came up with a religious code that did not allow your stack to be re-uploaded into something else. Because the you, you can see, I think it was cool that you can see like religious groups outside protesting and like the the, the female cop, um, yes. Ortega, who was extremely hot, by the way. Yes, um, she was. Her family is like really religious. So it's funny that she's, you know, investigating something like that. And then her grandmother ends up receiving until I can... Uh, oh yeah hardcore heavy metal yeah that was funny yeah um yeah so i thought i think in terms of uniqueness um i thought that was pretty cool about the show that they brought religion in 
And they they kind of explain the religion aspect of it in uh, not that much, but if you remember in season two, they had the whole virtual aspect of it. Yeah, that was a part of that. I think the religious aspect of it, where instead of dying, you I went don't, here. I don't know if that was. I don't think so. It felt like it to me, but I can see how you can get there. You mean like the religious place that they hang out? Well, what what they said was you do the religious coding. Yeah, but instead of passing on you can just upload it to the virtual and this is now where you're gonna be i i see how you could think that i i don't know if i fully believe that but i i got i did get the you know like him sitting there in that room like kind of meditating almost yeah so that's why yeah that was my connection to yeah um but okay just a couple other things uh because i think i really want to get into season two as opposed to season one um so i'll just ask you straight up what did you think about the ending of season one I was not a fan of the way the first season ended. Okay, tell me. I was into this show up until like the whole aspect of his sister coming back and saving him happened. Right. And you learn about like all what happened and it just became too much of a a sister complex or a brother complex. I, I don't know if it was just me and I asked a couple people and I they didn't agree with me, but I thought there was a really weird tension between the brother and sister. And like, she was like overly obsessed with him and almost felt like that they were going to have, she was in love with it. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I like, felt the same thing. Like, like she's like, you can't love anybody else. You need to be with me only. And like, I felt that, I think that was one thing that I really didn't like about the show, but, um, okay. Continue. So you, but, I think that aspect of it also came up by the fact that they explained like you're living forever. Okay. And little things about your personality are just going to get heightened as you live for just like uh, when something happens to you and you keep thinking about it over and over and over. Right. Now imagine you doing that for a millennia because you can't die and you, you have this brother that you love. Yeah. And now is gone and you just like fixated on that for millions of years basically i think the one theme at least from that i took from it is like you know your memories basically make you who you are and like that's what being human is so that also that was yeah that makes sense now i guess because i didn't really get why she was so fucking crazy but i guess yep her memory or her feelings about her brother and that's that's where i agree with you it felt like she was trying to like it felt like it was more than just a brother sister relationship yeah which was totally totally weird exactly Um, the last thing um i think yeah i hated the ending i I, the last 20 minutes of that whole thing i just didn't yeah it was pretty turned off um i think my favorite character from season one and probably season two um is still poe who yeah. was the AI that was helping the main character? I agree with that. It was I, the way they do AIs is different than anything else. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's what I wanted to ask you, though, because I think we've seen enough sci-fi things that um, we've seen a lot of AI assistants or AIs in general. So, what do you think about Poe as an AI? So, in so just a little bit of background. I'm gonna backtrack one second. Sure. Yeah. In this, AIs are, they want to serve. Yeah. And they'll world. make, yeah, in this world, and they'll do whatever they can to serve you. So people actually generally, in in the time that he comes back, do not go anywhere near AIs. Right. Especially with like hotels and stuff. Yeah, that's where our main character was staying. He was staying in his yeah. hotel. And uh, I like the aspect of how he's kind of based off of Elgar Adam Poe. 
Edgar Allan Poe. Ed- yeah, Edgar Allan Poe and the concept of how he was helping and then he helped the little girl that was going through the VR. Right, yeah. Liz. I, I, li- I like that because it kind of, like if you look at it all the way through, he kind of grew emotionally throughout the whole series. Yes, and that's my thing. I, that's that's what I think I like about Poe the most is because, yes, he's a computer. Um, but the thing, I feel like he was working off feelings and he had memories and just things that he acted off of which kind of made him human in a way yeah and it it kind of became like his friend yeah and like i feel like the audience i mean me especially was pretty hyped to see him when he's on screen i was too and he helped out a lot with them he he did whatever he could to make sure that his his uh his friend was safe um so the only i think the way to cap off season one i'm just gonna just go over some book differences because i didn't read the book um, I didn't either. Yeah, but although I, I do, I will admit, even though I didn't, you know, I didn't love the show as much. I think it would. It's probably a really great book. I'm sure reading this is probably like intense. Um, the only difference is uh, the in the original book, the the sun house that the meth um, lived in was actually on the ground, not in the sky. Um, okay. Poe, after after reading this, Poe was actually not in the book. In the book his AI was kind of like a Jimi Hendrix type figure. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is really crazy. Uh, and then in the book, Ray, his sister wasn't actually his sister, but they were, she was just like in the U- same story, same Yaku- Yakuza story, but they weren't um, related. And so then, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I, I feel like in that way, that should have made more yeah, sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, Ortega gets a bigger role, which is, yeah, I think I was looking for that as well in the show. Yeah. Cause she, she was pretty fundamental to what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the Mets lawyer was not actually like evil. She was just a regular nice person. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much the only differences. Um, but yeah, I did like season one. Yeah. So the only thing I'm going to mention is um, the reason he's a terrorist. Yeah. It's because he was um, what was that Kel- character's name? Kel Crest Falconer. She's a she actually was the one that created stacks from this technology she found on this planet. Ah, uh, right. And she created it because she wanted to travel to other worlds without having to actually travel there. Right. And the terrorist group was created because she wanted she believed that what she created is allowing people to live way too long, and that was a concept of season one. She kind of showed that what happens when you live forever. Yeah. And they were called envoys, the terrorists, because they can basically, they call it, I think, pinning into any sleeve on any planet and act, language, mannerisms yeah. exactly like they were. And they learn more stuff going forward with that, which we you'll find out with the back when they go back, uh, the flashbacks. They were mercenaries slash assassins. Yep, and they explain why they were so badass. Um, sorry, let's just get into it because season yep. two. I think season two is where we probably differ in terms of love for the show. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm in the same boat as you because, like, it changed so much. But I think you have a better appreciation. I think after watching season two, it made me love season one a little less in terms of the whole show. Okay. Um, but all right, let's just get into it. It's 30 years after season one for season two. Yep. So he has his immunity for whatever he did as a terrorist. Yeah. He has Explain there. season two, because that's I can't even. Yeah. So at the end of season one, after 
we learned that he had to solve this crime, but when he solved the crime, he was given immunity and a shitload of money, basically. Right. And season one, you find out that um, uh, someone's after one of these meds. I forgot exactly who it was, but it's uh, he. So he contracts Kovash to help him save his life, basically. Oh, you mean the the main guy, Axley? Like the yeah, yeah. This is the new for season two. The new meth. His name is Axley. But he's only in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the Mets are getting killed by somebody. So, yeah. So, basically, he gets a new sleeve. Who is? Yeah, who is... I forgot his name, but he played Black Panther. No, he didn't play Black Panther. It's Anthony Mackie. You fuck. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Sorry, he was the Falcon. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I mixed up my characters. But anyways, he gets a new sleeve who's like a military grade. He's on the Spec Ops... Uh, he's got like he can he can like call guns to himself and stuff. So that was my problem. Let's tackle that right there. Okay. What let's the go. fuck is the need for sleeve upgrades? Why? What is that? Well, Why? For military reasons, they're upgrading it tech wise. So it's only for military reasons for for recent. No, no, no. If you have the money, you can get crazy recently. But in this sense, he got a military sleeve. Okay. The protectorate, remember the protectorate? Yes, yeah. He got one of their sleeves, the enhanced sleeves with like enhanced healing, okay. faster muscles, See, that makes cognitive, sense. and the whole recalling the gun stuff is part of that. Now yeah. we don't they don't explain how the gun stuff works, but basically right. if he if his weapons are in range, he can call them from wherever he is, like Iron Man did in three, where he <laughs> called this suit from like the prison. Yeah, what the fuck? Like Yeah. So that that's what the upgrade sleeve is. Is like it's it's you're basically more than a human. You're like an android. Like you're enhanced. Yes, you're you you got all the weapons. You got all the strength. It's he exactly. He, he's he's pretty much a superhero at this point. Yep. And then basically, by the time he comes out and gets a sleeve, the guy's dead already. Yeah. So I guess the whole point was to figure out who's killing the Mets. I guess, like, I guess they were gonna go detective look like, but instead, they tried. They tried. Yeah, but it didn't work out that way. And then at the end of season one, we found out that Falconer was still alive. Yes, yes. And that's what this season kind of he finds out, finding out that she's still alive because he's yeah. been searching her for thirty years. Yeah, he's trying to find his long lost love, and that and that's the only reason that he even came to help him because he says he knew where she was. The 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 meth knew where she was. Yeah. So he finds out that she's still alive. She's the one that's killing all these Mets. And then you find out that. So here's the part that season one didn't really. They just mentioned these people. The aliens called the elders. The elders. Yes. You got to explain. They were the original inhabitants of this planet. They created this planet with the military tech, with the, with, with the stacks in a sense, that was their technology. They have this whole satellite planet where it'll attack anything that comes to call it angel fire. Yeah. You so explain it though. It's like a, it's it's pretty much like a defense system, right? It's like yeah, it's it's, it's like a satellite Wars. system with shielding that you can't penetrate. And if you come near the planet, it'll attack you. And if you shoot something up from the planet attacking it, it'll attack that. Yeah, but they crazy. don't have control over this. You find out that the original colonists that came here, they found a gap in the shielding. They got through it. Yeah, and then they killed the elders that were living on the planet, and they killed the embryos. Yes. And they have this tree. It's called, I think, a spiral tree? A spire. The spire fire. tree. Song's fire tree. So one of the elders that they ended up killing transferred her consciousness or its consciousness to the tree. 
and it found Falconer, and it said, "I will let you live if you do my bidding." Basically, right. So they're basically so they made sharing a, a consciousness. Yeah, they made a deal, and it transferred itself to that stack. And because it's their technology, she the the elder is able to transfer into any stack it wants to nearby. Okay, let's and, and let's, let's hit the pause real quick. Okay, because I think we're getting too crazy. So let me ask you some upfront, just regular questions. That's um, fine. So what did you think about the whole concept of the elders? Did you like that? So I liked it, but I feel like this was the wrong time to bring this up. Why? Because there's so much about this world that we don't know about. Okay, let's let's And stop other there. worlds. Let's stop there actually. So this world. My my I think my one gripe about season 2 is that so are we just going to assume that the elder tech, the the angel the angel <sighs> fire system is yeah. more complex than the current world that we're in? Yes, because if it wasn't, then they would have been able to access it and use it and re- replicate it. So that's fucking crazy. I think that's kind of... I don't want to say it's a, a a plot hole in the series, but I think that's kind of weird. That, but that their tech is more advanced than... Yes. We be, well, Personally. Well, that's because if you remember when the Elder took over someone's stack, they couldn't handle it and they died. Right. Because they're more complex than the human mind can handle. Okay, fair. Maybe that's just the human me of just kind of And and maybe the their tech works on the similar concept of how the stacks work where in order to use it you have to connect to it. And that's my other my other question. I think initially, you know, it was said that Calcrest was the one that made the stacks, but now we find out that it, the aliens were the ones that made the materials that made the stacks well she she basically did what anyone anyone in engineering would. she reverse engineered their technology to use it with humans there you go so she adapted what they did and maybe whatever she figured out didn't require them to connect with a an object to make it work so she was able to do it as a human scientist yeah Okay, again, nerding out to the extreme. Sorry, yes, yeah, we are. Um, all right, so let, let's, I want to highlight some things. First is that, I mean, you mentioned this as well. It feels like season two is a completely different show than season one. And I could not stand that. Yeah, you can honestly watch season two before you watch season one and you won't miss anything. Yeah, yeah. Besides like a couple of character like references of how they know each other. Um, I do. I did think the pacing on season two probably was a little better. Um, I like that there was like nightclubs and like then you, <laughs> then you go to the orbital defense system and then forests and like it's just a lot of jumping, which made me like reminded me of Star Wars. So I did kind of, I guess. So like that. I was actually going to bring that up. Season so when season one came out, it was when Netflix just started doing originals, so they were still tweaking their system. Okay. And season two was way later, which is they wanted to make the show bingeable. Where you can watch all eight episodes fast as possible without having to like feel like you missed anything. So season one followed the normal track like a show that was on te- television. Right. Where season two was more fast paced. Even though it was a, a short season, at the end of the day, I still feel like we didn't get enough out of it. Oh, totally. I mean, there were so many things that... I just didn't think they had needed to do slash they needed to do more of. Um, yeah. 
so that's their new formula for Netflix. It's kind of follows like it's similar. I know you don't watch, but K dramas are the same way where it's one season and you get a beginning with an issue and then it gets solved by the end of it and it ends. But then there's but in this sense, there's going to be another part of this season that we're going to get later on. It's going to explain more. Yeah, I mean, I think I think shows are implementing that all around. I don't know if that's just K dramas, but no, no, I mean like Netflix is doing that for their originals that they're developing. Yeah, there's other shows that are the same way, where like you get a problem, it gets solved, but like there's a whole underlining problem that never really got resolved that you're gonna deal with later. Yes, but I think I don't know if they did that here. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's applicable here. I think they just had so many problems and so many things to touch on that. Yes, eight episodes probably wasn't enough, but I think they I got a question. What? So you might not watch season three or part two of season two, but I'm probably not. Where, where do you think it's going to go from here? Because I have an idea where it's going to go. But what do you think? I mean, part of me. OK, I, I do think if we're going to fast forward, I do think he is still alive in the DHF file or whatever, because um, at the end. It happens in both shows. Um, you know, he he dies and he gets somehow resleeved into something else, or like some his data gets saved or something. It doesn't. It, there's always like a continuum, and even the producer was saying that they they really do like that about the show, and I and I kind of agree. I do like the fact that he's always a different thing in a new thing. Um, I don't think it's going to deal with uh, anything detective related, which is kind of a bummer because I did like that part of the, about the show. Um, I'm sure they have to explore, you know, more more things in relation to elders and shit like that. That would be my guess. So I yeah, that's or, what di- I was or, say. or a different species because that was mentioned as well. They they do talk yeah. about different species. So they mentioned this a lot in a sense. They hinted at it a lot too. In a, we'll say that the elders were at war with somebody, right. and that's why they created this whole system, yep. and that's why they were barely on the planet. And I feel like that's what the next season might end up dealing. Because remember, she, she left the planet. She left the planet. The main, the main girl. Yeah. And she's going to try building the resistance again. But I feel like that's where this is going to end up leading into a full blown sci-fi. Which war? Which is okay. We were kind of talking about this. Which I think is fine for you, who's a huge sci-fi fan. Yes. And I mean, I am too, but it's just that I think people's attention spans are so short that I don't, personally, I don't care anymore. Like, if if it was another murder mystery, I'd be like, all right, I'll I'll check it out again. But if they're going to go into a whole new world building, personally, I'm okay. I'm good off that. But I know people who do really want that. I mean, world building is fun and shit. So I get it if you want to keep going. Honestly, the diff- that's that's where this whole thing happens. The difference between season one and two is so drastic. Yes. It's not even – it's like night and day. And honestly, I wish in season one that we got to see some of the other planets. That probably is a good point because if you're, if you're expected to do further and activate other planets and, and, and see new characters, then yeah, that probably would have been a better idea. Like even like small glimpses would have been nice just to get an idea of like what the rest of this universe was built as so we can build on it later. Yeah. And we didn't get that. So my one sad part 
two things. Um, my one sad part is I didn't, it took me actually kind of, I mean, there's only eight episodes and actually you were right. They, they, they go by very quickly. I think mm-hmm. when I was, I, I, I stopped at three and then by the time I cut back up again, I was already at eight and I was like, Oh wow, this is breezing by. Um, yeah. so my thing is that I caught on pretty late that Poe was pretty much dying all season two and, and maybe early season. Oh, one. really? Yeah. Well, he- <laughs> It wasn't actually early season one. It was the end of season one when his uh, AI got ruined. Yeah, so I, that I think took me a little bit to get, and I mean that's fine. I think they did his. I think if anything, they did his character the best. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In season two, he he definitely played that. Even with the help of Dig, the other AI that which is a good addition. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm pretty sure Dig was in Jack Ryan on Amazon. I have not watched Jack Ryan. Uh, she was the the wife of the villain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, my other thing was, I mean, first of all, I, just because um, Shaw, the godfather of our podcast, always makes, fun of, <laughs> always makes fun of Anthony Mackie, I can never take Anthony Mackie seriously watching this. So I always just laughed when I saw him on screen. Not in a bad way, but I mean, you know, it happens. Um <laughs> And then I did kind of like the concept of them having two Takeshi Kovacs. Well, explain that, because I don't think our viewers are going to know what that means. Well, they had another Takeshi Kovac. That was the double sleeve concept you were talking about, right? In in this season. They did that also in last season. But this season, yes. Yes. So they, I think it was the C-Tech team that, that got a new Takeshi Kovac. Um, and it was it was the Asian version, the one that I was more of a fan. You, of. It was his original sleeve, his original body. His, his original that was body. on ice. So basically, they explained that when they put him on ice the first time in season one, they kept his original sleeve on, in cryogenic, whatever you want to call it, right, on hand. So I like that. I like the fact that there was two of them. They had to yep. go against each other. Both of them obviously are still in love with Kelcrest. Yep. Well, no, he's not. The second one is not because he hasn't met her yet. No, if you remember, I, think, I think I think he, but I, he does. He grows to it. But in the beginning, well, that's what I mean. He, he he grows to have feelings for her. Yeah, because he well the the explain is when they brought him back, he was brought back before he met his sister. And right, he right. Turned right. on the. But yeah. I'm just saying that it's kind of funny that they both have feelings for her. Yeah, you're right about that. He they grow to understand why they yeah. love her. Yeah, it's kind of funny that both like clones both. I don't know. That just made me laugh. Um, and then I think I just kind of thought it was dumb when the, when the angel fire blast did happen to okay to everybody. I just thought it was kind of dumb. Like this huge powerful system didn't destroy that entire building, and it just destroyed one person at a time. Well. Wait, which 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 part was this? Because they use Angel Fire more than once. At the end, when they killed uh, Takeshi. Oh, yeah. So that's when you can say... But who... Takeshi's one? Okay. I think it's, so that, I think it's a cop-out. I, I, I feel like it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Like that big-ass system that's so complex and so fucking badass only like could kill one person and like, not yeah. the entire building. Yeah. Well, also because remember that it was Takeshi that technically activated himself. 
still using the elder brain. No, no. What I'm saying is he he just got this elder inside of him. There's no way he can learn how to control the system to the point to pinpoint it that directly. Yes, but I think you're also just kind of caping for it. Like it's a big giant energy beam. Like it should have destroyed the building. Point blank. Period. I don't well, think, yeah. I don't think there's any like mechanics uh, that that he fucking cares about. Like it should have destroyed the building. I just. I mean, I thought that would have been a better ending or like a better people like surviving it and like coming out afterwards yeah. yeah i thought that would have okay. been better but like well they kind of did it the first time that's what i'm saying when when she had the exactly but that's what i was looking for i thought i was like all right they're gonna do it again which i'm kind of okay with but she pinpointed those that's what i'm saying that no. no 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 i'm talking about in the beginning in, in end of season one when they had like a fight in the in the sky and the shit like was all burning and it was like kind of that type of end scene and i thought it was going to be the same thing Oh, okay, okay. I got what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in that sense, yeah. Um, it was also just kind of funny watching uh Layla Loren, I think her name is. Um, she was Danica? I don't remember her her evil villain name, but she was funny because yeah, she's remember. I've seen her in another show and she's like hated by a lot of people and then it's just she's hated in this show, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. That that sounds about right. Um, but okay, what'd you think about what well, Season one, season two. I, I'm I like season one better than season two. I'm so that's surprising. You're keep watching if there's a season three. I I think I'm gonna watch it for one more season just to see where they're gonna take it. But personally speaking, I didn't like the way season one changed as much. Like season one to two change was way too drastic. I agree. I feel like because of the backlash and everything, they they try to go a whole different route this time around. And like it almost feels like there's something missing in the middle. Okay. Actually that's a good point. That's a good point. I what mean especially you? exploring I mean I think season one it was just so simple and like just a very straightforward detective type vibe that I really liked that. I thought that was what they were going for. And I mean, hey, if you want to go further and get bigger, that's you know, I'm, that's fine with me, but... But do you think season two was too complicated? Uh, I mean, there was just so many conflicts, you know, like the elder conflict, and then, like, the the fact that, you know, there's two Takeshis, and then the other fact that Poe's dying, and then there's just, like... I feel like the bouncing around of... Was too much was for prob- eight episodes. Yeah, the problems of bouncing around in season one were not as bad as season two. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, season two had so many things. There was, like you said, the Elders, the Poe. There was the original group that we learned about. Like, yeah. There was a fake revolution. Yeah. Like, and, there was too much. And Harlan just fucking destroying, you know, like like you said, getting through the defense system, killing all the like Elders on the on the planet, just being a dick. Like, that's just like, all right. Like, I feel like that could have been explained in season one somehow. It, it could have been because especially if she was the original creator, like she definitely knew. And she, and if you remember, Takashi also knew the, um, the Asian Yakuza leader who yeah, he yeah, helped out. Yeah. There's no way he didn't know something was happening. Yeah. It, that was, that was weird. Um, so, okay. I mean, I think I am a, for overall happy though that you made me watch this because it's something that i've been trying to watch um i love detective noirs i do think it could be very close to being corny and they were very very close to being corny but it just like just just barely delivered um so in terms of point system you want to try to get to the points all right so let's let's go through the questions then. yeah all right so in terms of 
and, and you keep count on your end. Um, okay. So on base, in terms of cinematography, like aesthetic, like how everything was filmed, one out of five, what would you give it? I would give it a good five for that one, actually. All right. So you're giving it a five. I'm giving it a four. Um, just because I like the feel. Um, but it was, I don't think it's a, a, a sure fire five for me, but it's definitely a four. It's good. I think, I think it was filmed really well. That's why. Yeah. All right. In terms of characters and like, you know, how you like the characters and everything, what do you think? What would you rank the character? So this is where I guess we're going to, are we going to do the whole shows at all? Or are we going to do a, okay. I would give it a a 3.5. A three. Don't give it a, don't, don't be that guy. Don't give it a half. Okay, fine. Fine. A four. You're giving it a four. Really? Because between, like, season one had a lot of character development. Okay. And it explained why, who he was, what the Mets were, what Poe was, what his past dealt with, what he became now, why the sister was how she was. Like, season one dealt with, like, season two didn't really do any of that shit. Right. But season one definitely, like, so that's you're why. giving it more points based off season one, though, is mm-hmm. what it sounds like. Okay. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so I would probably give it. Um, oof, I want to say it's about a three. I think it's just average to me. Okay. Um, I liked. I think it's just because I thought Joel Kinnaman was kind of boring. Um, and then I okay. think my favorite person probably in the whole show was just Poe. Yeah. So I think I'm giving it a strong everything just based on Poe. So okay. let's go plot. Because I think that's probably where we, the nitty gritty of everything. So plot. I'm going to give it a three for the plot. Really? I thought you were going to give it higher. No, it's 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 because of what happened between season one and two. Okay, fair. So if, I, if it if it didn't do that, I think I would give it a, like a higher score. But that, that drastic change to that point was ridiculous. All right, so I'm giving plot um, a three as well. I'm with you. So let's go to, you know, uh, no arguments here. So let's go to the ending of both. Okay. What do you think? So ending, are we going to do ending of season one and two or just season two? Because Okay. So I'm going to give that a three, two. Okay. Just because I didn't like the way the first season ended and season two left me very disappointed on like, this is where you're going to end it. Like, okay. Um, I'm going to give it a two just because I hated the ending of season one and the ending of season two, I think was better, but it was just so, it was like so jumbled and like so many things were happening that you're like, Oh shit. Okay. It's over instead of kind of digesting or I guess easing into it. But I mean, you Mm -hmm. can't really ease into that. So, um, yeah, I'm giving it a two. Okay. All right. So for, in terms of pacing, I guess I kind of answered that a little See, bit. This is hard because we did two seasons. Like season one, I think the pacing was perfect. Yeah, I agree. And, and season two, it was not. So average it out. So averaging it out, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I'm, I'm on this and I, and I figure, and that's why I'm doing it this way because I feel like you're more so going to rate it high because of the ending of season, the pacing of one, which I totally agree with season one yeah. was paced. If not out of five, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. But season two was just terrible. So I'm just going to give it a three overall. Okay. Um, next is bingeability. So season one is definitely bingeable. Yeah. That's a five for me, but yeah, then season but two, 
it's it was it was kind of tough getting through season two for you know it was short yeah which is funny because i thought you would have finished it or like how did it take you a long time it didn't because i was watching it like while i was doing stuff okay but like normally it would i would have probably stopped for a while just because if season one was like season two with what they were doing with the aspect of the elders and the tech and all this stuff yeah I think I would have been fine with season two the way it was. Okay. But since they decided to go in a, like, it was literally like 180 direction of what happened in season one. Yeah. Uh, and because of that, I would give it, like, I think I'm going to go with another three. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm only thinking out loud in terms of you're saying exactly what I'm thinking. Um, I think it, I think season one was pure binge worthy. And I think I texted you, like, damn, like, this is crazy. But then. Yeah, and I was surprised. You're like, I'm still watching this. I'm like, damn. But then season two, I like, I think, yeah, I, I think just the fact that so many things were going on, that's the only reason I went through it that quickly, but it I was think, overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. It's just getting attacked constantly, but uh, I'm going to give it a three as well. So, all right, let's, let's, um, well, are we going to do any bonus points for this? One? Let's, let's think about that. Cause bonus points go towards it being unintentionally funny, it being unique. And if there was a twist, I don't think there was, I don't think the twists were twists, like, I don't think, no. yeah, there was no twist for me. But do you think it was unique? <sighs> I think it should get some unique points, not many, just because, like, again, I, I just thought it was Blade Runner. Um, <laughs> and even when you describe Dollhouse, like, that's another show that yeah. seems similar to me. So similar to it. I think in terms of unique points, I'm just going to give it a one. All right, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. And then unintentionally funny, I'm going to have to give it like three Do you points. think it was funny if I like that? I think it wasn't supposed to be funny, but there were parts that I thought it was funny because it's just like kind of two serious moments and like just the outrageous concept of this whole thing is just kind of, it'll it'll make you laugh at sometimes. So I'm probably going to give it a three for unintentionally funny. I'm gonna give, I'm going to give it a one for the unintentionally funny. All right. So if we can do math, what address scores? I already actually got it. Okay. So without bonus points. No, do bonus points. No, I'm going to do, I'm going to give you both scores. Okay. So without bonus points, I gave it a 21. So that means that it is a good show for you. That's a good show. And do you, do you agree with that? Yes. For season one. Okay, fine. You gave it an 18. Uh no, I think I'm I'm doing it now. So eighteen. It was four. Well, okay, you're three. not. I'm counting bonus points. No, but I'm gonna give you that too. So that's. So you gave an eighteen. Why would you do bonus. it separately? Just give me all of it. <laughs> well, I figured it'd be a different because the bonus points are gonna just okay. Fine. With bonus points, you gave it a twenty-two, and I gave it a twenty-three. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So okay, fine. You you. No, because I gave it a four three quick math on a podcast. Four three three two 18, three three twenty two. Yeah. So I think with, without without all of that, um okay, so I guess I could see why you want to do it without bonus points. Because, yeah, I, because I, I, yeah. I figured the bonus points would be just an extra to make it like Yeah. So I, I gave it an eighteen without bonus points. Without bonus points, and I gave it a twenty one. Yeah, I think so you... I think without the bonus points is how I probably truly feel. Um, exactly, that's why I said the bonus points are separate. It is. It is a nice background show. Um, 
Definitely. Why would you put it in the background show? Because you got to explain it a little bit. Uh, well, I think it's a good background show because it is dark, so it'll definitely uh, help you go to sleep at nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> just because everything's just dim. Um, yeah. But no, I think it's it's like you don't have to really follow the story to see where the main characters are. Um, you could kind of see where the fighting is and like why that's happening. Um, so it's just something that I, I think as a background, you don't really have to pay attention to it. Um, yeah. and it also, you know, if you're doing laundry, if you're trying to stay up, like it's enough noise to keep you up. Like there were definitely certain episodes that kept me like, I got to finish this, but then there were some episodes just like, whatever, throw in the background. So I like that. All right. That's, that's, that's not bad. So we get an 18 and a 21, 21. Yeah. And then with the bonus points, we're actually only one point apart. Okay. I had 23 and you had 22. Yeah. So overall, I make this an amazing show. You, Sorry, I make this a good show, and you have it as a background show. I would have it as a background show, yeah. Pretty much. Um, which mm-hmm. I which I think makes sense. That's kind of where we aligned while we were talking about this. So I'm glad the points reflect on it. Yeah, and the bonus points were excited. Just give a little extra depending on what we felt. Yeah, so that was Altered Carbon. Um, let's get into fucking... Your pick. Swamp Thing. Yep. So you pick Swamp Thing. So Swamp Thing is a superhero horror drama show. It was developed by Gary Doberman. Uh, it's based on the comic by uh, Len Wayne and Alan Moore. Alan Moore the God. Um, it stars Crystal Reed, Derek Mears, Andy Bean, Will Patton, Kevin Durand, and a couple of other people. It is a DC original. And my only note, well, I have more. But I, my only note is that I fell into the trap that you always have set for me. <laughs> Why is this my trap? Because you do this all the fucking time. And, Go ahead. Explain and I, the trap to the viewers. So the trap is that you always tell me when you're, when you're selling me on a show, say there's eight, there's ten episodes. You always tell me, oh, it gets good around episode seven or eight. <laughs> And, or season two or yeah, season five or which, whatever. Which personally I can't stand because I'm not <laughs> trying to fucking sit there and wait till it gets good. Like I want it to be good at least by episode three or four. You know, that that that's okay <laughs> to me. So uh, in Swamp Thing, um, it kind of is the that's how I would describe it. I would say it, you know, you gotta rough it and just watch up until about episode seven and then it gets good at eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, but the sad part is this was only one season with 10 episodes, so that's a really bad trap in a sense. Where Well, I want you to remember that because that yeah. you, you have said that about a lot of shows. and that's But a- the shows I said about had multiple seasons. But that's still bad, though. Like, no, I know, if, I know. If there's three seasons and you're telling me it doesn't get good till like mid-season two, like that's – I'm sorry. That's not a good show. But but I'm, I'm willing to be wrong. But I think yeah. that's I, – I know I get where you're coming from. All right, but anyway, Swamp Thing. Uh, basically, I'll explain it. It's, it's about. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna? This is how are you gonna explain this? That's all I'm gonna say. So it's it's superhero based for those who aren't uh, familiar. Um, it's basically a scientist. Um, there's there's many different origin stories, but you know, it's basically a scientist. His name is uh, Alec Holland. Uh, I think the original was named something different. Um, but Alex Holland was a scientist and he, it was Alex Olsen, the original Olsen was the original. Yeah. Um, so I mean, basically this is the story. I, I, the story that they're using here is the Alex Holland story. Kind of. 
Which is kind of the news story, actually. That's what they've been sticking with recently. Yeah. So, um, he it, it had two 80s movies, which I didn't even realize. And it had a 90s I didn't know that show. either. You just told me. Yeah. So, it's basically like he was in a, a chemical explosion. Um, and he, the plant absorbed his conscious and everything. And he became a humanoid type thing. And he protects the earth and his powers are pretty crazy, actually. Um, yeah. He's in tune with the earth. So you, he pretty much can't die until you, unless you kill the earth, which that actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you start? Because I think this is a lot of my pick, but what did, what did you have? Dude, this is so hard to watch. <laughs> It's uh, yeah. No. Well, let's get both out front and say it. This show is fucking god awful. Yeah, and also we both actually were kind of secretly excited to watch this show. Very excited. I was. I was so when when yeah. we even came up with the idea, I was like, dude, we have to do this. Yeah, because we were both like, and it was just more like, can we find it? Because like it's it didn't finish. Yeah, yeah. It was it was tough to find, at least for me. Yeah, um, same here. And I was swayed a little bit in the beginning because they did kind of flip the concept a little bit. Like it's in Louisiana, so there's a lot of swamps. He, it was with, uh, you know, a scientist and and the guy Andy Bean, who again is also from the show Power with that uh, uh, Leela Lorena from <clears throat> Danica from Altered Carbon. She's also in the same show, and they're both mm-hmm. hated in the show Power. And it's just so funny that the two shows that we picked to watch are starring those two people. <laughs> yeah. So that made me laugh a little bit. But um, yeah. Okay. So what didn't you like about the show? Let's go there. So honestly, I think I mentioned this before, but it was just a concept of they didn't know what they wanted to do with the show. So there was there was three aspects of the show. There was romance, even though there shouldn't be that much romance in the beginning, but there was romance. Yeah. There was the scientific aspect of it, of how science created this creature and what was it doing to the swamp. Right. And then the other aspect of it was, there was a mythological aspect of it, okay. which we'll get into of why that plays a part into this. But I wanted to ask you about that because you did say that before. I don't know if I completely agree with you. I don't know if it's the show didn't know what it wanted to do. I think it was well, strapped on what it wanted to do. I think they should have. Okay. So, I kind of, after watching it, I had to look look up some background on what was going on here. Okay. I mean, like with the original comic. Okay. With the original comic. Okay. Yeah. So in that sense, the, the whole aspect of it, of him becoming the swamp thing. Yeah. Wasn't actually a scientific thing. Like it was in this show. Right. Right. Okay. Like, like the swamp itself was a thing. Yes. Like it was, it was an entity mythologically. The green. Yeah. And that's what ended up creating the swamp thing yes. during the explosion. And that, I feel like if they went a little bit more that route, explaining that, like, I feel like the way the show should have started is he was already the swamp thing. Okay, so that, and, and we talked about this earlier, you have a gripe with the fact that maybe we don't always need an origin story. We don't. We can get an episode, like, a season in about what happened, but if, in this aspect of the show, I feel like... He should have already been the swamp thing. Okay, and so, but you think ex- that was the fundamental where they went wrong to start? Because them creating a science like uh, that was the one thing I was going to ask you. Like with the way technology is right now, some of these like comics that we're getting adaptations for, like some of them are mythological. 
Right. And some of them are, you can explain that with science now, with what they were trying to do in the comic. So does that ruin the story if they try to do it fully scientific? Not if they do it in a dope way. I think I think this setting would have been dope with that concept. If he was already Swamp Thing, and in, in the fact that they're in Louisiana, it's it's muddy. Yeah. It's always like that. And the like. And I think the whole concept and location was not a bad idea. No, I agree, and that's why I said like if he was already the Swamp Thing, and then later they explained the whole concept of the swamp thing. And then, you know how they were talking about how like there's dark energies. That's why it was right, created to right. protect like all that stuff could have been happening in the beginning and then explained later. And that would have made it a little bit more enjoyable to watch than like finding out like episode eight. That's what's going on. I think. And it's so funny. Cause I sound like you sound like me and I'm going to sound like you because I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of stopped watching a lot of the CW shows because this felt like a CW show and it just all gets so blurred. Like I don't, it just makes me not care anymore, but there is elements of this show that I get why you guys keep watching those shows because blue devil was in this. Yeah. Um, the Xanadu lady, Madam Xanadu was in this. Um, the fact that they were and, leading towards justice league dark, like that is interesting. But did you not find it a little bit confusing? No, I didn't. Okay, from someone that doesn't technically read a bunch of comics. Yeah. It was a little bit overwhelming. Like, okay, so now there's a swamp thing created through science, but now there's this whole dark energy and people coming back to life as like dead ghosts kind of thing. And yeah, you know. that was kind of weird. Um, I, I, but like, and the whole, even the Blue Devil stuff, like, it was just like, there was too much at once. Okay, so you still it's a lot of sensory overload that you thought was a problem because I like stories that explain things in a semi, not a bad pace, but like it connects like this was disconnected. Like the whole mythological thing to me was disconnected until the end. Right. But that's, but but I mean, Hey, that's the argument of the show, right? You got to watch it till the end. So it all gets connected. Yeah. But that's why I can see why I got canceled. No, I, I, to be honest, I disagree. I think it got canceled because it should have been a horror show and it, it probably would have been one of the best horror superhero shows. Like, um, what's the show on FX that I'm blanking on? Um, we are the shadows. What happened? We are the shadows. <laughs> the vampires. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. Oh man, I can't believe I'm blanking. I'm going to, what's it about? Um, I'll, I'll find it in a second. But okay. I, I think it was a really good. Oh, Legion! It was Legion. Legion. Oh yeah, Legion was perfect. Legion was one of the best horror. Oh my god, I had nightmares about that show. Yeah, and I think Swamp Thing could have been that, and that's what everyone. I wanted. agree, but but that's not what the what what the top you know the companies wanted. They wanted it to be family friendly on the. And that's where I think they fucked up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Not not the fact that the show had it was too crazy or overwhelming. It's that they were put in that box and that's what they had to work with. Well, that that's kind of what I'm trying to say here. Well, if you think about it, if they wanted to go a little bit more horror, right? At least in season one, they didn't need to do the whole romance thing at all with the chick. Right. But I'm, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they didn't probably want to do that. That's probably just because that's what they had to do because yeah, upper brass was like, nah, we want to do it this way. But I, I think that the whole science and the, the mythology thing with the darkness and everything it should have been that was more weird. interconnected it should yeah. have been more interconnected than the way and that's why i think that I if they had him be the swamp thing originally 
it would have made more sense to bring up just like this and then explain the science part of it like a couple episodes in. Yeah. So for, I guess, a brief premise is basically uh, the scientist um, is Alex Bean. Uh, Alex Holland. Well, no, I'm, I'm his real name. Um, oh, okay. Andy Bean, Alex Bean, whatever his name is. Um, but uh, he is a scientist that's been discovering like new growths in the swamp area for pretty much a long time. Um, but he early on, he got kind of in some trouble in the science community for forging some reports. Um, so he's kind of blackballed and looked down upon. Um, yep. and, then, and then it brings in his love interest, which I know you weren't a fan of. And I guess I wasn't either. No, I wasn't like a fan. Just like it was unnecessary. Um, Crystal Reed, she is a kind of like a doctor, almost a nurse. CDC. She works for the yeah, CDC. Yeah, she works for the CDC. Um, which is, and it was funny because if you think about it, we're talking about this like virus type show. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Shit that's going on now. Right it's now, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's basically, you know, shit happens. He becomes the swamp thing. And other powerful entities are trying to discover what the swamp has in terms of health benefits later on um and just shit that's in the swamp um everyone has a vested interest in the swamp in the louisiana area so it's just a a lot of that so but you find out just i just want to bring this up so it's clear is the stuff he was discovering was created by the person he was working for yes like it was artificially created and that's what he was finding well Patton. yep um so yeah it was I, I liked a lot of it i think i think the problem is yeah it it was it reminded me of a cw show it was very low budget um i think the fact that they tried to aim to get to justice league dark was cool yeah because you watched constantine right like how did constantine yeah. work for you and did you like constantine and- I, I did enjoy it, and I think that's the thing. I think when they made Constantine, they were trying to build towards something too, and that's why it ended up failing. Because for people like me that don't read the comics, I don't know what you're building towards. Okay, so this was an instance of you wanted it to be more clear because you weren't familiar with the story, which is fair. Yeah, and and I told you this too. When I was watching it, when they started talking about the dark energy and stuff, because I watched Constantine, I knew that I had a, in my mind that he was going to show up at some point. Uh, right, right. And that's where you got the thing from Dark Justice League Dark, which was in, you figured out like around episode, you said like eight or nine, right? Yeah, well, the thing is, I, they kept, they introduced Madame Xanadu early. I think she was three or four. And, yeah, yeah, she was very early. And I didn't catch her name. I just kept missing who her name was. Yeah, I I didn't either. And then when they went to Blue Devil, I remembered him from the comics, and I was like, "Oh wait!" So then, so then I had to keep, you know, recalling who he was talking to. And then it was Madame Xanadu, which is also she's a part of Justice League Dark as well. So then I was like, "Oh okay, that's what they're trying to do." And and then you told me, you know, they had Constantine out, so it only made sense. Yeah. So. Do you think there are too many characters introduced in this? Uh, yes. I think too many people had too many different problems. Like uh, the Avery, Avery and Maria, like they had problems. Um, the the cop lady and her son had too many problems. Um, Dr. Woodrow, who eventually became Floronic Man. Yeah. Who, who is, the, you know, who is, who is a real Swamp Thing villain. So that was kind of cool. 
Um, he had, you know, his thing with his wife, um, blue devil had problems. Like, yeah, there was just so many people who had problems that it took away from actual swamp thing. I think this show had an issue with pacing. Ooh. All right. Like if you break it down, let's say you went with the origin story later, he was already swamp thing. Then you introduce a new girl who is going to be the love interest. That's fine. Then you kind of introduce Madame Xanadu in this season and the whole blue devil aspect didn't come out till the second season and the other problems we mentioned, I think it would have worked a little better. Would that have kept your attention? I think, I I think I would have enjoyed it more and I would have watched it a lot more because I'm getting tidbits and also I'm getting foreshadowing. Okay. Instead of just like, here's all the shit. Now deal with it. Okay. That's an interesting take. I think. And, and especially if they were trying to build towards justice league dark, but I think it would have been a I think better. That's why that's probably why you have more of a tolerance for the WB shows, right? Because that's kind of what they yeah. do. They do that's exactly what they do. They give you a little bit and then they give it to you in the season after. They give you a little bit and they give you another one in the season after. Kinda, but no, yes, I you're think right. That's, it. I, I, that's why I, I feel like I lost the patience to keep watching that because I know the setup and like okay okay it's like but I, what I'm, I know something in episode four is not going to matter until like see like the end of the season or like season two you know what i mean like, because you've already read the story already in a sense that too but i mean i've already read the thing for swamp thing and i think it's sort of interesting i just think they carried it out poorly well that that's what i'm trying to say forget about the cw so i just meant like in this sense do you think it would have worked better if we got yes. not like tidbits in a sense, but I mean like just because they could have connected the whole mythological aspect to it and then explain the science later. I mean, even in season two, we got science of it. Yes. But I also think again, that's a, that's a whole, they wanted to make it half scary and half superhero. E. Okay. So they, they, I don't consider him a superhero. Damn. Really? He's part of the justice league dog. Not like that. I think, Playing him off more as a villain and a a horror creature, like you were saying, would have worked better. Oh, okay. In terms of this show, you don't mean overall. Yeah, no, not overall. I just mean like him being a horror creature. Because I, yes. I think of him as the same thing as like for whenever I think of Swamp Thing for some reason, I think of like Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein and Heckle and Jide, like all that stuff. Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. Yep. Um. Okay. I guess. I... more than like a superhero at least for now and then like that i think that's that's what have been a good story explaining like kind of like dealing with the horror aspect of it first and then like changing him overall throughout the seasons yeah but, yeah i i think okay let's focus on the good i guess did you have any positives from the show did you like anything about it okay so I liked how they actually made him look like a swamp thing. Yo, him climbing out of the swamp very slowly was yeah. pretty much like the epitome of my childhood. Like that made me. Yeah. Like that was great. Like I loved that. Yeah, that was dope. I I liked how, like even though I say the science was a bad aspect of it, like, I liked how they explained it through science, how he became who he was. Yeah. And we find out later that technically his body is still dead and he's not him yes i think i think that is the part where i agree with you i think that probably confused a lot of people but that's where the whole mythological of the swamp comes into play yeah and 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 the green spirit like that's the whole thing that i think they the green spirit itself is something that i think they totally brushed off 
and that's that would have helped a lot in my opinion to explain the whole aspect of the dark energy and the good energy and the trees having like this vision of trying to do something help trying to get him to you know protect whatever he needs to protect and the the whole point of this show is just to be nice to plants pretty much that's that's my take on it yeah stop littering <laughs> um but oh i i also thought this is the one thing I, that's why i was pretty confused i guess in the middle is because mm-hmm. when they introduced dr woodrow dr woodrow mm-hmm. actually in the comics deals with poison ivy yeah so i was like oh okay well we might see poison ivy and i actually was when i was going through my research and trying to figure it out that's actually a big part of this poison ivy swamp thing yeah and there's somebody else that also like they have their whole thing together. Yeah, so I was like, okay, we're going to get some Poison Ivy. All right, cool. Like, at least they're making an attempt to go for bigger people. But then, you know, it's just Blue Devil and Madame Xanadu. So I was like, yeah. all right. I don't even know what the... I don't know what Blue Devil is. He was like a... Basically, like, he was a stunt... From the comic, he was a stuntman. And okay. he dressed up as a devil in his stunts or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. The, the situation was basically, like, there was a, there was a, a demon attack and like the demon thought he was an actual demon so he attacked him and like took took him over so okay he, so he made a deal with the demon like you know just let me be and you know I'll, I'll serve you or whatever so that's basically it and that's kind of what you can see in the show the show was like you know he has a promise he has a destiny to fulfill and stuff like that okay so yeah that, yeah it's kind that, of that's close a... to source material yeah it's very close okay yeah, something along the line. So, I mean, it was cool to see him. It was cool to see the mask. It was cool to see him. Yeah. At least they made that attempt, I guess. Um, but all right, let's go to the numbering system, the point system. Well, well, before that, I actually have a question for you that I thought about this a while ago. Fire the questions away. So my question is, do you think budget dictates the quality of a show for sci-fi? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because... Uh, if you look at some shows, like the budget dictates how the storyline, the storyline itself will play out because how much they can spend on stuff. Right. And, and some scenes require special effects and just like extra things that if you don't get, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. And especially in sci-fi, like if you watch sci-fi shows that go to different planets, half the planets look like Earth just because it's cheaper to pl- yeah. do it that way. Yeah. So, okay. so do you think that's also why it fell short? It's just because of the shitty budgeting? Yeah. And I and I I think honestly, like the way I said with the pacing and the way they went with the story for Swamp Thing, I think they were trying to get as much attention as possible from everybody. Yeah, I agree. And they they overdid it. Oh, okay. All right. That's I mean and, that's a fair criticism. And ended up being a negative in their aspect of it where people didn't want to watch. Because it. it almost seemed like a show that was like this is a it was like you know a plant monster that's trying to save the world (laughs) more than like what they were trying to actually show off which is like there's a whole dark energy that's connected to the dcu and we're gonna build on that but like it didn't come off that until literally the end and it was canceled before the end even actually aired yeah yeah which is the funny part because i think when it first was announced i was like oh cool and then it got canceled (laughs) and i was like oh all right and i actually thought the same thing i was like this seems interesting because like i said for me it seemed like you know frankenstein heckle and jide jekyll 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 and hyde sorry yeah sorry jekyll and hyde like you know do you remember how you know uh mar or Universe trying to build their own universe. 
I thought Swamp Thing. Universal tried to build their own monster universe. Oh, okay. I see. So you thought that was like DC's attempt to establish a monster yeah, universe? Because he's part of the monster crew in a sense. Yeah, that's not a bad take. And that's what I thought the show's end up going to be about. And that's what intrigued me. I thought it was going to be horror like you originally were talking about. I think if if, if like if it remained horror, it probably would have been one of DC's top. At least, yeah, at least in the beginning, it was more horror for at least a season or two, maybe even three. Because I think that's where we're at with superhero shows. We're so boggled by all of them that now they have to be different than just what they are. Yeah, they're black and white at this point. You're good, you're bad, I fight you, I kill you, I have a new bad guy. Right, and that's why Legion was so good, because Legion was really dark and fucked, oh my. and fucked up, and like, it was like a, like a, you know, it was psychotic, so... It was, yeah, and it had nothing to do with good or bad, at least for a long time. Right, so I think that's what I was hoping Swamp Thing would be. I agree. That that I think that's what I felt when I was gonna watch it. I was like, yo, like I expect this to be completely different from all the cookie cutter stuff that we watch. Um, all right, so you ready to rate? Yeah, let me get my pen ready so I can write these points down. Fucking pens. Who's using pens right now? I love the tactile feel of my pen. All right. Anyways. You uh, go ahead and ask the question. All right, cinematography slash aesthetic, the feel. What are you giving it? I'm gonna give it a three. Wow, I gave it less. I gave it a two. I'm only giving it a three because I like the way that they he wasn't CG. Oh, so you're giving him you're giving him respect for that. Yeah, because if they went CG with their budget, he would look like crap. He would have looked like shit. And well, like literally he probably would have looked yeah. like dog shit. And even though we didn't like the show, when you watch this, like you think that could be a real thing in real life? Oh, he was cool. No, they they yeah. they did him very well. The one, yeah. the slightly good thing about the show is they did him. Really yeah, well. the he the walk, the talk, the everything was. Yeah, the um, hours of work that went to that piece was amazing. Which goes into the next one, which is characters. Oh, you gave it a two. I gave it a two. Okay, characters. So now we're on to characters. So characters. Um, I think I'm gonna give him a three. Three. I'm gonna. Give- two i'm giving well the three is just for him because everyone else sucked okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was the other thing we got way too many characters in this it was a double we couldn't develop anybody yeah i also think they probably were hoping for a season two so that's why they did it that way no i that's what i'm saying they they overextended expecting a season two Yeah. yeah and that's that's where they that's where the pacing comes into play because like we got a lot of characters where we saw once or twice and at the end like they were so important that made no sense now like yeah yeah um all right so in terms of plot i'm giving that a bad boy a two i'm giving that shit a one oh my god i did not like the way this played out at all Oh, I told you that from the beginning. Yeah. I think they could have done this way better. Of course. Especially when you told me about the Justice League Dark thing, like shit started connecting in my head with Constantine plus that. Like I was like, wow, like there's a whole aspect of this that could have made so much better. And I think that's why I'm giving it a two, because at least they made the attempt. So I'm like, all right, fine. But that's still being generous. You're right. It does deserve a one, but I'm gonna give it a two. So let's go to the ending. Ooh, ending. I'm going to actually give that like a solid three. I'm still giving it a two. But all right, tell me why you're giving it a three. I like the way it ended when we got the new villain. Floronic Man. Because I feel like that should have happened way earlier. Yes. 
but you know it what didn't... it reminded me of? Um, I think it was Batman vs Superman. Remember when um, at the end, the live action or the cartoon? Live action. Okay. Remember when? Uh, what's his name? The the anti Superman dude. I forgot his name too. Um, yeah. What we should? That's... We, yeah, we should look it up. We should really know. We should really know what this is. Yeah, because I feel like we should definitely know the name already. Because I watched Smallville. He was in Smallville. Um, not Dark Side, but the other one. Wait, not Dark Side. It's not Dark Side. No, Dark Side's not even in that movie. Yeah, that well, that's what I'm saying. It's not Dark, oh. dark Side. It's the other one. Um, <laughs> uh, whatever. But the villain at the very end, played by uh Jesse Eisenberg. Um, he, it kind of gave me that same feel. It was like at the very end. Doomsday. Doomsday, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was like that. Cause you know how at the end Doomsday came, they create, he was Doomsday at the very end of the movie. So yeah. it kind of was the same thing. Like at the end he became Pharaonic Man and I was just like, oh wow. Okay. I guess this is what you're doing. But for me, I knew he was going to be the bad guy to begin with. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just comic book wise, I think if. No, no, just because they he the actor that played him. Oh, you could tell. Okay, because he always plays the Kevin, bad guy, Kevin Durand. Yeah, he's ninety percent of his roles are the bad guy. So I wasn't expecting him to be a good guy in any form or shape. All right, so I gave it a two. You gave it a three. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll go to pacing. That's a it's a hard one for me. Yeah, same here. It's a hard one. Um, that I think. Oh, no, go, go for it. No, no, you go. No, nah, man, they could have done so much better with this if they didn't expect the season two to happen, which is how most shows with coming out with season one expect their thing to go. They don't expect a season two. And they 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 cater their show to make season one the best as possible to get you to want a season two. Which they definitely did not. They do. did not. They did not. Yeah. They I think they expected the comic book fans. Like you, yeah. Like because you, because you read way more comics than I do. I just got into comics. Yeah, they expected people like that are the hardcore comic fans to love this show for being so true to the original material, which it was, in my opinion. Yeah, that close. Whatever, whatever they did would work, and you would they would want to watch and stream this for season two. Well, um, okay, I'm looking at the next point, which yeah. Can I give it a zero? <laughs> I was see that's the thing. I should we? Because I'm gonna give. I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna. Give, uh, yeah. I'll give it. Zero. So, so the next one is bingeable. This is probably one of the hardest things I've had to watch. And yeah. Oh, dude, you you were way ahead of me, and I was like, dude, I'm on episode like four, and I can't get past episode but, four. But think about that. I was on like episode six, and I know I watched all of Altered Carbon before I kept watching Swamp Thing. Yeah, dude. I. I fast forwarded through the last like eight episodes. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> I I just kept going forward. And if I missed something, I would just go back for like a second. Yeah, but like it was not a fun thing to watch. All right, so what do you got? So I'm at ten. Yeah, what am you I are. At? At... I think I'm at ten okay. also. Uh. Yep. I'm not... you're... Are you? Yeah, because I two, three, five, seven, nine, ten. Yep, I'm at a ten. Yep, you're at ten. Which is oh my god, I can't believe it got. <laughs> Should we even do the bonus? Uh, yes, yeah, I think I think we need to do the bonus just because I do think um, 
All right. In terms of unintentionally being funny, I think it's it's, it's not funny. I think it's hysterical. I think I think it's so. You were saying hysterical because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, but that's unintentionally being funny. Okay, so what are you gonna give it? I'm giving gonna give it a three. Okay, I'm gonna give it a one. Because <laughs> I didn't think it was funny, even even though it was bad. Uh, unique. I'm gonna give it a three because it was unique. It was unique. I'm definitely giving it a three for sure. Just because, and, yeah, there was no twist. And, I'm not. I'm, and I think uh, you don't think you want to do the twist in this one. Well, because I, I, we, I don't know. We saw it coming. I mean, I, I really saw all of it. Like the, the, yeah. the bad guy at the very end. Like. Him being, I don't know. I just didn't think. I, it was I would say if there was a twist, it would be in the last like three episodes. That's why I said like. Okay, I, actually, fine. I, I'm willing to give it. A but one. if you don't, if you don't want to give it, then I'll. I'll no, I'll give it a one too. That's why I said. Yeah, that. I'll give it a one. All right, so you're at seventeen. Yeah. And I'm at three, four, five, fifteen. <laughs> so without the bonus, we both think this is a bad show. Oh, it's a bad show for sure. Which I'm surprised we both agree on it to that point. Yeah, which is crazy. We, we hardly agree <laughs> yeah. on anything. So yep. that's funny. And with the bonuses, we consider this a background show. Now, how do you feel about that? Yeah, it's not a background show. Don't watch it. <laughs> Save your precious time. Watch something else. Wow, so you're giving it the immediate don't even waste your time. It's not even... Dude, just watching it myself, it was grueling. It, it, okay, slight question, because I always like to ask this question for anything we review. Do you think either of them would have been better as a movie? No. Wait, Alter Carbon might have been better as a movie. Well, it was, right? It was like an anime or something? Well, the, oh, we did actually get into that. There wasn't. There's actually an anime that was released after season two of Altered Carbon, which, which looks we must have watched. It does, and it's a completely different story from this. Yeah, it doesn't have the same characters. Maybe one or two, but like none of the main characters. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was. It looked. It, it looked okay. I wish I watched the Altered Carbon anime before I watched the actual show. But anyways, yeah. do you think Swamp Thing would have been better as a movie? Only if they fix... Well, here's the thing. Yes, only if they fix the issues we talked about. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Let's let's say that they did. Yeah, then it would have been way better as a movie because we would have gotten more into it. And then if they made a TV show after that, I would have probably been completely down to watch it. Yo, this Swamp Thing as a horror movie would probably be great, to be honest. Exactly. Because that's the whole point. If they, they try to make it into this like lovey-dovey, family-friendly shit that... Yeah, we does don't, not work. We don't give a fuck, man. DC was good because they're dark and horrible. My to this day, DC cartoon movies and TV shows are probably the top for comics. Yeah, well, you, what do you mean in not, terms of what? Not live action, like not live action. Like if I'm gonna watch yeah, a cartoon, mean, you mean cartoon? Yes, cartoon. Yes, yes, yes. Cartoons, cartoons. DC yeah. cartoon Cartoon-y. movies are undefeated. Even the shows are good. Well, I mean. Not all of them. We won't, like we won't get into this. Batman, you know. Oh, the, yeah, oh yeah, the, the cartoon Batmans, yes, were great. Yeah, not everything, but like, you know, most of the stuff. Swamp Thing does have a cartoon, which we never watched, but you know. Yeah. It's on, uh, is it on, is it on, DC? Is the, does the DC app still exist? Listen, I don't, I'm not subscribed to DC apps, so I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, so that was pretty much our versus series. Um, we're gonna have more of these, of course. Um, yep. This has been great. What'd you think? I mean, it was fun. 
I just can't believe we had. The, so we got picked something better, the, man. Oh, I know, but we we just gotta let you guys know the rules of the versus series. No matter what the other person picks, you have to finish one season of it. We have no to. matter how bad it is. Yeah. So we'll suffer, so you guys don't have to suffer. Yeah, pretty much. And Swamp Thing was a suffering for both of us. Yeah. Oh man, and I was really excited for that show. That show sucked. Yeah, I was too. I trust me. I wanted to watch it when it came out. When you when we when you told me about it, I was like, dude. I thought this was gonna be better than Teen Titans. No, oof. I mean, they're both pretty. I, to be honest, they're pro- I, I feel like I enjoyed Swamp Thing more, but just because I'm biased and I like the story better. But I think they both were trash. Oh, they were both bad. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that is. I think that concludes our episode. I hope people enjoyed this. Be safe with the coronavirus going on, guys. Yeah, stay inside, watch TV, and listen to podcasts. That's pretty much what you yeah. need to do. We might try to get some mini sods out for you guys to get more content out. Yeah, we'll see. We're working. We're working on the inside. Yeah. Um, but that's it for me, man. All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, hit us up on Twitter at Who Got the Remote. Um, you can email yep. us at Who's Got the Remote at Gmail. Um, we have an Instagram page too where you can send us some remotes. Yep. Um, we'll display and them on the we page. have a blog. Yes. Um, are people still blogging though? Is that was that what's happening? I have no idea, but I thought we'd try. <laughs> I think that's more of your passion project. We'll we'll let that go. We'll we'll let people, well, we'll let the true fans what? go to the blog. <laughs> we'll put it on Twitter to see if they want people in. Let's check it out. Yeah. All right. Um, that is uh, that's who's got the remote. Yep. Peace. Uh, peace. Yeah.